Fuck. Man. I'm annoyed. I already did this fucking whole intro and outro and my fucking computer froze and it didn't save. So now I have to do this again. And I don't feel like doing it. But I have to do it because I can't just not have a fucking intro. God damn it. I've been so fucking stressed today. Ugh. It's just, it's not my day. But you didn't come here for that. What you did come here for is episode three of the Start to Beat podcast with Sykes. I am Sykes, and this is my podcast. Welcome. Before we get started today, I wanted to take a brief moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with Tim. I know that it was pretty much all about music promotion and concerts and all that shit, but if you listened to it, I hope you enjoyed it, and I'm happy you decided to come back. If you are new to the show and you didn't listen to last week's episode or you don't, you know, whatever, I'm happy you're here too. You know, you're all special to me, all of you. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. As always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. My friend Jack is on the show today, and for those of you who don't know Jack, he is a musician, a chef of sorts. And a soon-to-be husband. Yeah, the big H word. Uh, You know when you start feeling older is kind of like when everyone around you starts getting engaged and married one by one. It's, It's crazy to me. I've already seen quite a few of my good friends tie the knot. And it seems like more and more people keep signing up to be next in line, you know, for the marriage thing, and I don't know. I'm not really a fan of it personally, but I think that that attitude is more geared towards the uh, the politics of it, not so much the philosophies of it, because I get it, you know, it's the the commitments to the people and things that you care about most that are important, and, you know, I guess... Getting married is a pretty big commitment to someone. Maybe it used to be. Maybe not so much anymore. I don't know. We're getting way off track. But I guess the point I'm trying to make real quick is that, you know, even if you aren't married or engaged, just having somebody really important in your life, somebody else that's like an anchor, can really help you stay focused and, you know, keep your shit on track, in my experience anyways. But speaking of being on track. Let's get back on track and get back to Jack. Who? I should be a rapper. I met Jack during his time here playing with the band Worn Out Tigers, who I should mention were one of my favorite Pittsburgh bands ever. I know a lot of you are probably already hip to these guys because you probably are here because you know Jack and I should probably stop saying probably, but if you don't know Worn Out Tigers, you should probably pause this and look them up. Get familiar with it because it's really, really tight shit. Uh, And if you don't know Jack at all, don't worry. In about an hour, you're going to know a good bit about the dude. Um, We're going to get into a lot of things today, but primarily I think we're going to talk about finding and pursuing the things that make you happy as you get older rather than dwelling on the would-have-been, could-have-been, should-have-beens that bring so many of us down and just make us 
fucking unbearably bitter people to be around. You know who you are. You know who you are, people. Alright? You fuck... You know. Okay. Enough chitter-chatter. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat! I guess. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I wasn't what you want to like start with. I guess it's just like that's always the hardest thing. <laughs> Where do you start? You know what I mean? Yeah. In life, in general. Um. So when did you start playing guitar? I started playing guitar. Um, I was twelve. I just started getting really, really into bands, just any band. I mean, it didn't even matter what it was. Like, I just, my, my friend Danny and I, we just were obsessed with just, like, MTV. I mean, MTV still played shit back then. Yeah. And we would just, like, it didn't matter what band. I mean, they were so shit. We were in every shitty band possible. We was, <laughs> like, we just were into, we just really wanted to What was to your play. favorite band when you were 12? Nine Inch Nails. It always has been. Oh, really? That's always been. That's awesome. In my top three, like, ever since I was little. I th- when I saw Closer, the video for Closer when I was in second grade, that was like, that's what did it for me, I think, is what made me want to like... It's so weird. I don't think that I would have ever guessed that. I mean, I, I don't know why. I think just prior to, like, Worn Out Tigers and what yeah. I knew of you. Because I yeah. just, I guess you kind of assume the music that somebody puts out, oh, that's all. With me, I obviously make hip-hop. Yeah. But I really don't listen to that much hip-hop. Yeah. So it's like I pull influences from different places and then put it into that, yeah. and it comes out hopefully kind of unique. Mm-hmm. And that can make sense, because I thought the Worn Out Tiger stuff was really unique. It seems like, I don't know, a handful of bands that I've been in, everybody's like kind of has their own little like nebula of music that they kind of stick to. And I was always the one, like I kind of always like jumped around, I would listen to like... Create like just crazy weird stuff, and then like a little bit of what everyone's listening to, and it was just like all over the place. Like I don't, I never really stuck to just one no, group I, or like you know subscribe no, to like you, one. One hundred percent. Yeah, I could never really get into the mindset of the the mindset that I relate to that the most is with metal. Yeah, because the people I knew the most growing up were all metalheads. All yeah. they fucking wanted to listen to yeah. was Pantera mm-hmm. and Metallica and stuff, and that's cool. I like yeah. that stuff, but yeah. I was like, I need to listen to something else. Yeah. It was like the first time I heard like The Prodigy. Yeah, like, yeah. What is this? This is yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Cause yeah, that when, I remember when that came out. Like, I thought, yeah, because I got that, I got that CD. Like, I remember I saw the video and I, I made like, I made my mom take me to Fye the CD store. And I was like yeah. ten, I think, when it came out, and I got that. Yeah, but at the time I was also listening to like. Green Day and yeah, like no doubt Dookie. and like yeah that Tragic that, Kingdom good yeah, stuff the, yeah were you were, a White Zombie fan no but that is way back in like the nineties that is another thing like that there was this kid that came over to my house I don't know who it was like my mom's friend who came over he had a White Zombie T shirt on <laughs> I had no idea who the hell White Zombie was but I was like in first or second grade and I was just, like I asked him about the shirt because it was like it was really cool he had a black T shirt and it had like a cartoon like zombie face yeah, with, like, yeah. blood coming out and stuff oh yeah. And I was like, that's, a, like, I thought it was really, I was like, I thought he was the coolest dude in the world. He was, like, five years older than me. And I was, like, following him around and, like, asking him all these questions about White Zombie. And I went to school and I told everybody that I listened to White Zombie, even though I've never heard them before. Because uh-huh. I just thought it was awesome, like, just 
I don't know, it was just weird and scary, and I liked it. It's the same, yeah, it's, I just... Do you like White Zombie now? Do you ever get into any of that stuff? Uh, I don't know. I mean, when the songs come on, I kind of, I like, I like Rob Zombie, I think he's cool. Like, yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't like, like his new stuff. No, it got, I don't know. He's very, he's rich, and he doesn't, like, <laughs> his, his shit is just like, you can just tell it's like... Yeah, it seems a little, like, uh, heartless. Yeah, it's like, you like, can tell he's, like, went into a studio and was like, I have to do this, so I did it. It's not like, it just happened because he wanted to play music. Yeah, totally, there's, that. the energy's not there. If you get a chance, listen to early White Zombie stuff, I think that you'd yeah. be into it. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So, yeah. life, now, yeah. you know, however many years later, from yeah. when you started playing guitar... <laughs> Uh, we'll say your lifespan has doubled, at least, probably since then. Yeah. If I've not more. I've been playing guitar for more than half my life now. Yeah. So, yeah, everything's, I don't know. I didn't, but like, like, what we were talking last night at the bar, like, everybody who is in bands or plays music goes through that phase where they, like, learn everything there is to know about independent music, being an independent artist, just being an artist in general, and going through, like, the shit, like, living on your own, being broke, trying to put together tours, trying to get on shows, doing all that learning more and more about music, how music, like how certain bands make their songs and stuff. And then I feel like now that we're like in our mid to like late twenties now, and we kind of, I have the sense that like, especially people in our, you know, our community, like people are either slightly over it because they didn't really make it or yeah. they just keep doing because it it's just part of what they do. And you have this, like, you have this new perspective now. It's like, I don't know. I, like, last night at the bar, I would, like, look around, and I could see, like, there's, you know, everyone's a little bit younger than we were, and I feel like, I don't want to sound, like, jaded or, like, full of myself, but, like, it's, it just looks like everyone's still, like, you get this idea that everyone's still trying, and then you can tell there's people who's, like, aren't aren't trying anymore, like, they've done Oh, yeah. It, and they, they can just kind of keep... I definitely, I know of a few people that aren't trying anymore, and yeah. it's really easy to tell after that like who was doing it for genuine reasons or who was doing it for yeah phony reasons yeah yeah and it sucks because i wish i would have been able to detect that earlier yeah. and then i wouldn't have fucked with those people to begin exactly. with yeah and try to find it's really it's so hard to find mm -hmm. like-minded people yeah and it's really hard to not get distracted as you get older yeah i mean where i am with music now i feel like it's like when i don't work like if, if i don't like, I, I'm not playing in a band. I haven't played, like, a show in forever. Like, I don't play. But I sit in my loft in my apartment upstairs by myself, and I just, like, I just work on stuff completely by myself. And, like, if, if I don't work on that, like, if I just don't work on music in general, even if nobody hears it, yeah. if I'm not working on it, I don't feel like I'm doing something. And it's this thing, I, I don't know, it's this, I think that a lot of people, especially really passionate artists, like, it's, it's they have this thing that I call, like, the burden of creativity where it's like you have to do it like it's part of like something that you just it's like a compulsion like 100 percent. you have it's like you just have this need to just create something it's it's no i not for you know it's not for attention or it's not for anything it's like you just have to just yeah. keep putting it out i like, keep I, doing it even if nobody sees it it's like it's just to keep creating just for the sake i of agree 100 percent. it's just i get fucked up in the sense where i have that mindset mm -hmm. and then every once in a while it kicks in like if nobody's going to hear this shit, yeah. why am I doing it? Yeah. And then, like, I get, like, real down for a couple days, mm -hmm. and then I remember, like, oh, well, I'm doing this for me, and yeah. I don't give a shit. If I was making music for other people, I mm -hmm. would be trying to make some top 40 mainstream-sounding shit. I wouldn't be doing yeah. this weird 
dark electronic hip hop that yeah. not like the demographic of people I have to go to is yeah. such a small niche to begin with. Yeah. So if I really cared, I would be trying to do something more accessible. But you still, I think, there's always a part of everyone that are, that's creating something. You want to be able to share it with the world. Exactly. Yeah. And just yeah. you know have a shot. I think as an artist, yeah. whether people hate it or embrace it, mm -hmm. it's still just. It feels really good to just get it out there yeah. and know that you're contributing something to the world and you're doing more than mm -hmm. your job that you have to do every day. Mm -hmm. Or and it's it's it would just be nice, to, yeah, it's like to for the amount of work and patience and like time and thought and energy that goes into it, it would just be nice to be to get something back. Like you put so much of yourself into something, and like it would just it's that's why you know when you see bands like break out like that's why i think like when code orange kids got signed to uh got signed like it's it's awesome to see like because I mean, how many shows have both oh, of yeah. our bands played with them like it's awesome to see somebody make it you know what yeah. i mean like and it's not impossible yeah you get a lot of people that get rolled down and mm -hmm. oh you know it's never gonna happen it's never gonna happen it can happen yeah you're just not Mm -hmm. playing your cards right yeah in terms of like and i i know a handful of people who when that happened especially because they're like they're a younger band when like when that happened like people there was like a lot of people who were like pissed they were like they like threw in the towel and they're like like we're, we're oh yeah done. like we met well, that was our chance and we missed it like so what like fuck you like you should <laughs> yeah i don't know like just be happy for them like that's that's good like i don't i, I don't know i just i was really surprised when i there was, like, a handful of people who were, like, I can't fucking believe it. Like, Oh, sure. It was, like, they won the lottery, and then, like, <laughs> everyone bought a ticket. Oh, like, yeah. For, like, a lottery ticket, and they won, and everyone else was, like, fuck, man. It was, like, you can keep playing. Like, it's not, that. there's not one way to, you know. Yeah, no, it's it's wild. Like, I just, uh, that Converge live at the BBC 7-inch that's sitting there. Yeah. That just came in today, and there's a, there was a flyer inside it for the European tour that Code Orange is headlining. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is yeah. fucking sweet. I know. You know, like, I I don't, like, I mean, I've, I'm not a huge fan of their music. Yeah. But I appreciate what they're doing. Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm hoping to actually talk to one of them one day. Yeah. I'd be really curious to pick See their brain and. what they think about it. Yeah. How, yeah. But I don't know any of those guys, but I know people that know them and maybe mm -hmm. I could weasel my way in one day to talk to one of them yeah we used to be pretty cool with eric like he used to come to our practices every now and then and he would party with us but i haven't i haven't talked to him in forever well hey man you know they're in europe and shit yeah they're <laughs> a little busy yeah so but it's yeah. awesome but you know aside from music music isn't the world yeah you know and as you get older and things don't pan out you have to figure out what you're gonna do to maintain your life so you're not you know yeah. living at your mom's house and being a yeah bum forever yeah. Mm -hmm. so what have you been doing that's <laughs> not music <laughs> i know that you're engaged yeah uh well yeah i got engaged to lauren she's uh we've been dating for six years when i asked her to marry me I, uh Glossoli came on, and I, I had the ring and everything, and I like. Were you uh, nervous? Oh, fuck yeah, <laughs> I was nervous the whole month that I had the ring. Like okay. I, I hid it at my parents' house. 
First of all, she's really sneaky, and she, like, <laughs> she knew, I think she could, she knew, she knew something was up, and, like, I was just sweating bullets. Like, Are you that bad at, like, hiding stuff? I'm really bad at lying, I'm really bad <laughs> at being sneaky, I'm really bad at, like, you know, I can't, she, and she can, she can read me better oh, than anybody else. Oh, yeah, you've else. been together for six years. She and, knows, uh, yeah. just that whole month, I was just glad to get it over with, and, like, just, I don't know, but, yeah, I proposed to her, it was awesome. Like, if you ever get to that point where, you know, you ask someone to marry you, it's... You're in, like, public around a bunch of people. Were there yeah, people, people freaking were, out? people whipped out their phones and, like, complete strangers asked me for my, for my number so they can send, like, their video of it happening and stuff. And our, our friends were there, like, um, Justin and Bobby and um, the guys from In the Wicked Giants. Okay, yeah, yeah. We're all there. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was just a really awesome moment. And since then, I don't know, we've just been living together. We don't really have any wedding plans yet. We don't really give a shit about weddings. We think yeah. they're really lame. I think that we're... I don't really know what our plan is either. Like, we have... We talk about it every now and then, but, um... You think you'll probably... If it happens, it's gonna be, like... Like a small, kind of, oh, more yeah. personal thing. You're mm-hmm. not gonna go all I think all we're out. gonna go... I, well, I want to go away. Like, I want to just grab, like, you know, a handful of friends in our family and just, like, go on vacation. Like, if we're gonna spend the money, it's, like, go on vacation and just enjoy Weddings it. are so fucking expensive, man. And they're really just lame like it's really pretentious and you don't get to ha- spend time with anybody i mean like you go to a wedding and it's just like everything's oh, it's organized all... it's everything's crammed yeah. into one day you're talking to people that you, you haven't seen in years it's just really like it's just a it's not about being together it's about like a show it's all a show it seems my like. my really really good friend eric who's the only friend that i have from high school that i still talk to yeah uh he got married and Instead of asking me to be in his wedding, he asked me to film it, yeah. which was fine, mm-hmm. and I was more than happy to do so, but mm-hmm. that was like my first-hand experience of really seeing... I'd never been to a wedding... I'd been to like maybe one or two weddings before that, uh-huh. but this was like the first one that I was like involved in, mm-hmm. and it just seemed like a nightmare, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know why you would want to do this. I thought this yeah. was supposed to be like some special moment. Exactly. And uh- it's just like a... Fucking, it's like a film production. Yeah, it's like it's, it's just a big, it's like a song and dance, and it's not about, and that's not that's not our thing. Like we just want to just say think? something meaningful to each other, and then like just have it happen, and then that'll oh, be, yeah. you know. Do you have any any places in mind that you would like to go? I want to go to the beach. Just my whole family. Beach. Yeah, whatever beach. Like my matter. whole okay. family, we're like beach slugs. Like my mom surfs, and, oh, she, and awesome. which is awesome. And like, yeah, like we, I don't know, we just want to do that because that's our. Where'd you grow up? Did you grow up where somewhere you in Ohio? Surf? No, we did, yeah, okay. I didn't grow up. This, it's just we're drawn to the Ohio beach. surf scene. Yeah, I've heard about it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty gnarly. We uh, we surf the. That'd fields. be a, that'd be like a good name for some snotty <laughs> punk band. The Ohio uh, surf scene. Yeah, <laughs> we should start that. The, yeah, I'm engaged and yeah, I don't know. We haven't really figured it out, and I'm not really worried about it. I don't want to worry about it, so I'm not going to. <laughs> you shouldn't. And, uh, it's just gonna happen, and, yeah, so, I don't know, life is cool, like, outside of music, like, we're, I just work a lot, I'm a chef at a restaurant, and we have our routine, like, nailed, like, every, you know, Sunday, we do, like, the boring couple thing, where, like, we go to breakfast, and we go grocery shopping, and a lot of people, when you, when you talk about, like, routines and life and stuff, and people, like, you can, I think younger people are always like, God, like, why the hell would you want to live your life like that, but, like, when you're doing it with somebody that you really, really, really love spending time with, it doesn't, like, I 
can't wait to go grocery shopping with oh, yeah. my fiance. It's my favorite thing in the world to no, do. No, no, uh, me and I've been dating a girl mm-hmm. for uh, coming up when June hits. It's going to be two years. Yeah. And it's been great. Like, no no bullshit, no arguments. And yeah. We get each other. and I mean, pretty much all we fucking do is, like, eat. Yeah. You know? And Which like, is awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. We both, like making food and cooking food so when yeah. we go to the store yeah it's more than just like going shopping it's like yeah this is like we're planning out like our time that we're gonna spend together coming up with <laughs> new recipes and weird shit that's awesome no yeah it's like i don't know i yeah we we just have like a really solid routine and just like we stick to it and it, it's just i i really i thoroughly enjoy it like if five years ago if you would have told me like i would i would be living the way i'm living right now i'd be like fuck that like that's, yeah like that's so like you're just a robot and all but now yeah, i i don't care i like i just want to relax like I, I can't wait till for sundays because that's our like our walking dead day we watch the walking dead okay we go over to my parents house we get a bunch of beer and like like i said we go grocery shopping it's like that's just the day like like that's yeah like, i mean if you're if you're like genuinely happy and doing yeah. what you want to do then mm-hmm. you're not a robot mm-hmm. being a robot is you know just, just conforming yeah exactly it's yeah. not an idea that you're conforming to you're just mm-hmm that's what I've learned. It's like, it's not, you're not limiting yourself in any way. Like if you're, if you're doing something with someone that you really enjoy, like that's all that really matters. It's not about being hurt or, you know, changing the world or whatever, as long as you're just doing what you're doing with the people that you care about. Like that's so the same thing can be said about being in a band. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're not, it's not about like people who set out to like, like we're gonna do this crazy thing. We're gonna change the world. We're gonna change the face of music. Like you're not. It's the not world gonna happen. doesn't be changed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every uh, everyone's life is like so meaningless. Mm-hmm. Like even like fucking I don't know Katy Perry. Yeah, yeah. Like it's meaningless. Really, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But you know, for maybe she's changing the world for some people. Exactly. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, good for her. But yeah, like. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be Katy Perry. Just yeah. worry about being you. You know? Yeah. And if you're you good enough, maybe you'll be you. And people will be like, hey, I yeah. wish I was Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anybody will ever say that. <laughs> yeah. What kind of restaurant do you work in? It's a like a fine dining steakhouse. Oh. It's a place where you go to get like a $70 steak. Uh, it's eh. how do you feel about that environment? I'm not stoked about it. I, I don't. I I'm looking to kind of get out of it, but I'm not. You know, I don't really know. So like, okay, I always wonder in places like that. Actually, what is like the overhead or the profit? Are they just like taking it fucking in, or is like the they or is like the product that they serve really like expensive and it's. Still may be making money, It's but. a little bit of both. Like, I mean, we... Average, like, average ticket, like, average, um... What is it? Like, average money that people drop there is, like, anywhere from, like, 150 200 to $300. Like, just, if you go out to... On dinner, a meal. Yeah. On a meal. Like, if you go... People go out, and sometimes, like, eight, nine, ten people go out. It's $500 for these... And oh, it's yeah. Like, I can't... I just, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I don't know if... I, I don't feel comfortable... I don't really sure. like, I don't know, just the whole environment is just very bizarre It's like, to me. oh, like, that's, like, the amount of money that I made. And, yeah. like, you know. 
Yeah, it's, it's like you spent my paycheck in one meal. Yeah, and these people are picky as fuck. Like they're just like, can't you just appreciate the fact that you're like out? Like they 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 pick at the just the dumbest things. Like, well, I guess if you're gonna spend three hundred dollars, you might as well. I guess, but at the same time, like if you're willing to spend that kind of money, you have to sort of oh, let dude. the experience happen. Like, yeah, and trust that it's and not be like, well, I'm spending the money, so I want this 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 way this way this way, and be like super picky. It's like. If you're willing to spend the money on that experience, you should just be like. Do you like cooking though? Like, do you cook at home? Yeah, all the time. Like, if I'm not at work, I I always make dinner. I I try to you know make something new all the time. It's I've been really into cooking for a while. Like, I I don't know. I try to get fancy every now and then and yeah, do like weird new shit and learn. That's that's where I'm at. Me and jasmine really balance each other out because mm-hmm. i'm really good at like putting a bunch of shit together and mm-hmm. making something but it's always like awfully unhealthy like gross stuff yeah <laughs> and like she's really good at trying to be healthy yeah so we like it balances out yeah. you know <laughs> yeah we're a little bit lauren lauren and i are kind of the same way like if i make dinner lauren always makes like really really healthy stuff and she's really into like pinterest so she always finds like these really nice like things made out of kale and things oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. things like that and they're always really cool but whenever i make dinner i like i don't worry about i just want it to make it taste awesome yeah you so just I'm, throw like, a bunch of shit in a ton of butter like <laughs> yeah. a ton of salt tons of shit like yeah. yeah like the other night i made like like stuffed chicken like i like pounded out chicken made it real flat and i put like arugula in it and like a ton of cheese and a ton of like all this stuff like capers and rolled it up like baked it like tons of oil like cooked it in a little bit of wine and stuff and Made, like, whenever I make vegetables, I make them, like, very unhealthy. I cook them in, like, tons of butter, garlic, salt. Like, just... Yeah. It's butter. I love butter. I don't have to put on everything. <laughs> I cook breakfast for her every morning. I make omelets. And, like, they put a ton of bacon and cheese in them. And that's her favorite thing. Like, when I make omelets for her. I don't know. I try to cook, like, all the time. I don't... We don't eat out. We we cook at home. Yeah. We... I, I, we try not to eat out so much, mm-hmm. but we like going out. We just went to, we went to Ann Arbor for Valentine's Day weekend. I saw that. I saw that. You're the and pretty much week. all we fucking did was eat. Yeah. But there's so many awesome places to eat there. Yeah. That fucking town rules. Where'd you go? What kind of place did you go to? Um, well, we're both like vegetarians. Uh-huh. So, and for some reason, the like vegan scene in Ann Arbor uh-huh. is like thriving yeah and there's tons of fucking places it's outrageous Mm -hmm. so just all these really really good like vegetarian and Mm -hmm. vegan friendly places that do like really interesting stuff not Mm -hmm. just like oh here's a fucking veggie burger yeah yeah, yeah. every once in a while i still eat seafood Uh so it's really not fair to say i'm a vegetarian yeah but people like oh you're a pescatarian and i'm like i don't i don't want to start saying that (laughs) shit i sound like a asshole (laughs) yeah so i just i just eat whatever i want but jasmine's a pretty strict vegetarian yeah and um i've i try every now and then to like go a day or two without eating meat it's just i don't know it's weird before i stopped eating meat Mm -hmm. which was like three years ago yeah i had like a really like kind of boring interest in food yeah and like cutting meat out of my diet like Mm -hmm. forced me to like Go outside of my comfort zone yeah. and try. Start it's a lifestyle. A like it's stuff. not. It's not just about eating. Like it's. It changes your lifestyle, and it's like your mind is geared towards like. It's awesome underst- now because if I still ate meat, I couldn't tell you how many times I'd be like, "Oh, I just got off work. I'm really hungry. I guess I'll go get a McChicken." Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I'm walking past McDonald's every day. But yeah. now it's like, I don't eat fast food at all. Yeah. Really, with every mm-hmm. once in a while, I might go to Taco Bell, but still, that's like. Yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah. We. I. I can't remember the last time I had 
fast food. Laura and I are like that. Like we just uh, the only things that we eat are things that we make ourselves. It was just, I guess, a little bit healthier that way. Yeah. That you know what you're putting in healthier, your body. Healthier, cheaper, but if you ever get a chance to go to Ann Arbor, it's really cool because they don't have any like any like big chains or fast food places. They like keep them out. Nice. None of that shit is around there. It's all like independent mm-hmm. restaurants, cafes, cool. coffee shops. It's cool. I feel it's, like that's happening a lot more in cities. Like people are becoming more switched on and like really educated with like or educating themselves more with uh, how shitty these companies are. Yeah. And like there's entire oh, I was reading about something. I think it was in uh, Portland. There's an, there's an entire area of the town where it's like they won't allow like any major corporations. I can't remember was it Portland or something like that. I don't know, but it's just cool that, that kind of things happening where like entire towns are like all like. It's oh, yeah. becoming, like, decentralized. Like, people are, like, starting to, like, do things independently, and, like, that's it's really taking hold, like, especially in major <laughs> cities, but, like, in even small towns. I mean, I'm seeing more signs, like, everywhere, like, out where I live. I, I see si- signs, like, locally grown, like, local businesses, support local businesses and yeah. all that stuff, and it's it's really cool that that is really, it is really happening. Cool. There's, it's cool to see a lot more restaurants, even just down here in Southside, there's a lot more restaurants and stuff popping up mm-hmm. and less bars and tattoo shops popping up. It yeah. Seems like there's more <laughs> interesting things to do. Yeah. Um, I had a point I wanted to make and I lost it. What was it about? I don't know. It had something to do with food. It doesn't really matter all that mm-hmm. much. Fuck it. Losing things. Do you think you'll ever lose? I mean, I guess you're not planning on losing the desire to create music or uh. do your thing or anything. Like that? No, not really. I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep doing it until I die, pretty much. I don't know. I haven't. I've never even thought about not playing music. Yeah. I guess. That's we. That's, yeah. That's like I've never even considered it. It's not really an option. Like I just, I just gonna keep doing it. Where do you think uh, you'll be in another, another say, twelve years? Where do you want to be? Just with your girl chilling, just doing the same kind of shit. Uh. Evolved. Yeah. Children? You into that kind of thing? I don't know. Should we not talk about this? Well, no. We, we can. <laughs> no, it's fine. Lauren really wants to have kids. She's... she Kids? Lo- kids, yes. <laughs> she really wants to have kids. And I'm... I mean, I don't know. Do you guys I, have any pets? No. Okay. We want to get a dog. I think that's the first yeah. thing to do. I think we should get a dog first and yeah, see, see, how how that, see how that goes. We, the apartment we live in, they don't allow dogs. Okay. We're working on that. I don't know if... I don't know, like, I think that, uh... Life's too unpredictable. Yeah, I mean, it like, could it could happen sooner than later, but I I would like to plan. Like, I would like to have, if I do want to have kids, I would like to have a really, really solid environment first. I think that's what a mistake that a lot of people make, is people end up having, you know, a kid accidentally, or want a kid, and, you know, they end up struggling for a long time, and then the kid, their life is they have a, like a lesser quality of life as a result. Oh, yeah. So like I would want to save a ton of money and have, you know, a really nice environment and just be able to have a very nice life or whatever. Do you think that you want to stay like in food service? Like Ugh, I don't know. Cooking, I'm opening getting... a restaurant? You ever thought about that? I have, yeah. I have. It seems like it's probably a lot of work. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> I've actually read a lot about it. I have a couple books about opening restaurants and like it actually kind of was my plan like uh when i moved to ohio was like to get in um a lot of experience getting some like managerial experience and stuff yeah and then like 
somehow save money, ask for like a business loan and have, um, open a business and, um, employ just my family and my friends and have the restaurant be a vehicle for like, um, that just benefits everybody important to me. And yeah. like, I don't know, have that be like an anchor in like my family and work from there. And then like, have that be a source of income, but then also be independent enough to go and like work on music and go on tours and stuff if yeah. I wanted to. And I think that would be awesome. It's so you, just, I don't know. I don't know how I would do that. <laughs> I mean, one step at a time. You're real close with your family. Yeah. They're, that's they're, awesome. That's like 80% of the reason why I move up there is just because we get along so well with my, my parents and my sisters and Lauren and I, and we, uh, that's why we're there. And we, we see them like all the time and we, my parents are like some of my best friends. Like we, they're not like, they're my parents when they need to be my parents, but they're also like our, we're just our buddies. Like they, we drink yeah. together and stuff and we go out and we like do awesome stuff. And I can, I can talk to my mom and my dad as comfortably as I talk to, you know, Max about stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it's awesome. It's, it's really cool to, I think that's why I kind of always had it in the back of my mind, like to marry Lauren, start a family and have it be in that area, area around my family and have yeah. it like, uh, I lost track of what I was thinking, what I was saying. <laughs> Did you ever like have that moment as a musician or creative person where you're like, oh man, I got to get out of this town. I got to go to California because that's uh, where all the action's happening yeah. or not California, Chicago or New yeah. York or some like big city. Did you ever have that feeling or did you always want to stay close to home? Cause I know, I don't know what brought you to Pittsburgh, but you were still, that's still not very far from your home. Yeah. It's about an hour away. Well, no, yeah. cause when I moved out here, I was 19, moved out my parents and I was like 18 and moved into this house with this group of guys, the, the band I was in. And then that fell apart. Like we were really irresponsible. We threw like these really ridiculous parties, like couldn't pay rent. And it was like a crash course and trying to be an adult when you're not an adult. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was, it was a mess. And then I wanted to keep playing music and, uh, I met Max through the course of like throwing all those parties. Max, I knew Max through a mutual friend and, um, he started coming to parties and Max and I became good friends. And Max was going to school, was moving to Pittsburgh to go to the art Institute and um, I had another friend who had used to play drums for me uh, while I was in high school who was going to the Art Institute. And one day we were just sitting around and um, someone suggested the idea. He was like, hey, why don't you just move up to Pittsburgh and just like, we'll start a band and you can maybe go to school or we're all going to go to school. Let's just all go live out there and just do it. So that's it's like, yeah, I'm not doing anything with myself. So I just do it. And I, it was fun, like moving from a small town to a big city and being in a band and learning how to, you know, set up shows in the city. And yeah, uh, that's how we got started out here, I guess. And then that band went on tour for like a month and broke up. <laughs> and um, we all hated each other by the end of that tour. And then Max and I started the pre-version of War on Tigers, which is like a space rock band, pretty much, like an instrumental. And that's that's how we got Trevor. And then from that, there it evolved more into like the more hardcore, like weird, artsy I got you. band. So like Pittsburgh for you was big city change. Yeah, that was like the... I'm going to move out there and yeah. make it big. Like, I guess it's, it's weird for me to think about that. Cause I grew up here. Yeah. I grew up in the city. Yeah. And um, so for me, it's like, this is what I'm used to. Like, yeah. to me, like, Pittsburgh is nothing. It's mm-hmm. small. But Did you ever have that, like, moving that, away urge? Like, should I go out? Not and... really. Honestly, I always 
I just, I like it here. Like, I grew up here. Mm -hmm. I'm really comfortable with things that I'm familiar with. Mm -hmm. And I never really wanted to move anywhere else. Like, my friends are here, and my friends are my family, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, I travel and go places, and I get to see things, and that's cool. But Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know if I'd ever want to live anywhere else but Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Besides Ann Arbor. I would move to Ann Arbor. Would you? (laughs) If my life ever fell apart here, I would move there. Yeah. But I would, I wouldn't want to give up everything that I have here. Mm. But I know that there's so many people that think that if you are a creative person and you go to Seattle or Los Angeles or you're wherever, like, that you're gonna make it. You're gonna just blossom. Yeah, yeah. It's it doesn't really happen that way. I don't know. I'm sure you can meet a lot of people that way. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't hurt. But at the same time, I think that a lot of people that have that mentality are expecting things to just be handed to them. Yeah. Like, no matter where you're at, you have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not yeah, that, that's something the that... best example, but I mean, like, we were talking, like, Code Orange Kids. Yeah. They're at pretty much the height, like, the maximum height that a band like that can be at right now, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Like, they are at, like, a Katy Perry status yeah. as far as, like, Those hardcore go. punk go. Like, that's it. Like, they're mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. They did it from here, so yeah. why can't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nothing's impossible. It's just mm-hmm. it's you can network with mm-hmm. whoever you want from like you know your fucking phone now. Yeah. No, that, that's something that like we learned really quickly when we moved out here. We kind of had that expectation like we move out there like there's you know you move into an area where people are so concentrated that like things are just bound to happen and it didn't work out like that. Like we kind of trying to get on shows when you're like an unknown band was a. Uh, it was hard. Yeah. And, like, we got really lucky because uh, somebody offered to put us, on, put us on a tour for a month. Yeah. And that's where, I mean, that was, like, it, we were lucky but unlucky because, like, it was just kind of handed to us. And then from there, we just kind of expect things to just keep coming. And then it just, that was, like, the dumbest thing to think. Like, when you're, especially when you're younger, like, you just think that it's just going to... Things are just gonna keep popping oh, yeah. up, but you have to you have to do it yourself. Like it has to come from you. Yeah. That's what I learned. Like you, you, you have to you have to work and dig. There's that idea that just because it's a big city, lots of things are happening. There really isn't that much happening. I've played so many like local shows, but like you know, hour away, like mm-hmm. in Butler or in Erie or something like that. Like places that aren't super far from here. Yeah, and the local bands in that scene. Mm-hmm. We're always like, oh man, you're from Pittsburgh, I want to come down, we'll play a show, it's going to be awesome. And it's like, yeah. dude, actually, these shows are a lot better than the Pittsburgh shows yeah. are. You go, you play like a she show at like Copex and like, yeah. there's like, there's, I mean, there's people don't, like, people, people really don't come to shows. Yeah. Like, there's a show happening everywhere at any point, like in any bar, any night, you can just like, so like trying to get people to go to shows is, it's like, it almost becomes kind of redundant. Like, it's like, hey, we're having a show, we're having a show, and so... And everyone's like, yeah, well, I'll just see you, like, next week when you're playing at the bar down the street, like... Yeah. That's the one thing that I've done with Sykes, is I only play, like, in Pittsburgh, like, one show every mm-hmm. other month or every other two months. Yeah, it's so like, it's an actual I could, event. I could play more, but what the fuck? That's, that's yeah. the point. Yeah. I think that... It sucks. I want to play mm-hmm. as much as I can, but mm-hmm. if I'm not touring, there's no point in playing at the Smiling Moose every week. Yeah. That's what I thought about, um... Warner Tiger was because Warner Tiger's pretty much was broken up, but we did that reunion show last summer, and I was thinking about talking to them and making it like an annual thing, just like a one time like annual Warner Tiger show. Yeah. And because that was that show was wild. That was like, a ton of fun. That was like we, there was a decent turnout too, like, and it was just fun. Like, 
and I think they would just, just have like just throw throw that party every year with like just, you know the same core group of bands, core group of friends, and like I think I think just you know make a weekend out of it. Yeah. Or maybe like spread it out to like two shows or something, and just do it once a year. That way, it's like just a just a a party. Yeah, I think that's the thing that I'm try I've been trying to do when I tell people about shows. I try not to use the word show. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, you know, there's this thing going on, and I'm gonna mm. be playing, but everybody you know is gonna be there, and it's gonna be fun. So mm-hmm. come hang out. I feel just like, like make it like it's it's a social thing. Like it's not about you going and standing and being quiet and watching somebody else. Like it's about everyone getting together enjoying it together yeah i mean i think it's really easy to get burnout on it like if you if you play in a band you're tired of going to shows because you're always playing shows and you don't care mm-hmm. or if you're a fan of local music there's shows every week you know and mm-hmm. it's just like Ugh. and as we get older our friends get older and it's like oh what the fucking work yeah it gets harder when you get older there's like this that that prime time like, right after high school, mm-hmm. before you get, like, a serious job, yeah. when everybody's just kind of like, fuck it, I don't care. Yeah. And it's easy to get people <laughs> to do things, but yeah. at, when it's now. It's Once you get past that, it's like, you have to choose which events you go to. Mm-hmm. You don't just, like, I don't know, it's not a free-for-all anymore. Like, it's like, you, like, I've been planning this weekend for a while. Like, coming to see Russian Circles, like, I, I planned this. Like, yeah. It's not like, oh, well, this show's happening, I'm just gonna pop out and go. Like, I, I had to take time off of work, like, set aside the schedule, make things happen, and then go yeah, to the show. Yeah, I need show. to do that with, like, everything in my life, I feel. Like, it's <laughs> like, I, if I didn't write things down and keep a calendar, mm-hmm. I would just be, like, all over the place. Yeah. I'm always... That's to... why having a fiancé is... It's good for that. She schedules my life for oh, okay. me. Because <laughs> I'm just a mess. Like, I am... Like, I di- I'm disorganized. I'm clumsy. Like, I, I never know. Like... Lauren works the same hours during the same times, like, every week her schedule doesn't change, and I still, in the like, and she's been, we've been living in Ohio for two years now, I still, like, I wake up, like, Thursday morning, I'm like, what time do you work today? She's like, doesn't get annoyed that I'm asking her again, she just tells me, like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. having that, having, like, a grid that you work alongside, like, a routine is really beneficial, I think that I'm definitely, Lauren provides that, and I, I just kind of cling to it because <laughs> when i was living on my own i was living out here like i was just like i just never knew what was happening oh, yeah. when anything was happening i just kind of rolled with with it just kind of yeah. just drifted around until i you know well i hope you find your way <laughs> uh i'm excited to hear this music that you're doing yeah when it gets put together cool thank and you <laughs> thanks for talking to me for a little bit yeah no problem it was fun and that's all folks I hope you all enjoyed the conversation Uh, Jack is a solid dude seems like he really has his shit worked out and I'm happy for him his fiance is really nice too Uh, they're a super cute couple and I wish them nothing but the best in all of their soon to be married adult life endeavors whatever they may be Uh, Be sure to stop back again next week for another episode. I'll be here. I am Sykes. This is the Start the Beat Podcast. 2014. Represent. Woo! Woo! Thanks for...